Uh, fun game, fun win. Uh, pulled out every pull that we had in the, in the chamber to try to get that done. Not, um, you know, the weather didn't want to cooperate. And, and I thought New Mexico did a good job with, with their scheme to create problems for us all night uh, defensively and, and honestly, offensively, some things that we struggled with too, not knowing a whole lot of, of what we were going to see. Took a while to adjust, played much better in the second half defensively to win in the first. But uh, to, to get a fake field goal and a fake punt both in the same game and then to create a turnover on special teams and get a defensive score, it really took every – Everything we had to get it done. I think it's kind of the nature of our team right now. Uh, whatever it takes, whoever it takes to step up, and proud of proud of win. The uh, the environment of the game, the the wind, the rain, it, it did play a factor. Uh, we got really fortunate late for us to have gotten the ball in the end zone and, and gotten some points before it really dropped on us, uh, and, and definitely did not play into into New Mexico's favor late in the fourth quarter, the way the weather got very severe the last five minutes. Um, fortunate that we were able to get down what we needed to earlier in that. We, uh, hopefully we'll get a few guys back again this week, try to keep heating up, grow some guys up. Proud of the young guys that played, played well. And, and, and proud of our team for responding at halftime and coming back and playing a much better second half. We, uh, we had a tough, tough trip this week to go to Hawaii. Not easy to do. I think, uh, They've proven to be really, really difficult to, to beat at home, especially. And this is um, why you young guys going over there for the first time will have to block out the distractions of the trip and just how long it takes to get there and how we'll adjust our, our week and, and how we prep during the week and be focused on the task at hand and find a way to uh, to get to 500. This is a, as I said last week, it's a must win. We want to be bowl eligible. We can't let this one slip. We've got to find a way to go win, and I think they'll make that very, very difficult. A lot of very close games with the exception of Fresno. A lot of close games in a row where they were right there at the end. And, and I would expect that's what we, uh, that's what we'll see out of those, those guys when we get there. Um, we got to keep getting better and, and, and play better ball. Uh, we did not turn the ball over. That is the biggest thing we did offensively because we really didn't do a lot else very well. But uh, not turning the ball over was, uh, was enough to go along with great defense and really, really uh, good special teams play. So we'll uh, we'll put all three pieces together this week and hopefully play better on offense and find a way to get another win. What questions do you have? Hey, Coach Patrick Mayhorn with the Ag Ship. Uh, how much similarity do you see between Colorado State's offense and Hawaii's given the staff connections there? Uh, there? There's a lot of things that you do see. There's the air raid principles that fit in. Uh, you know, I think, you know, Timmy comes from, the run and shoot, but then been in the air raid as well. So I think you see glimpses of both. Uh, they uh, they got different pieces to the puzzle. I mean, they're different different bodies that they're playing with. But but you see enough to to have um, have some carryover in those two systems. I think you see you see the special teams as well. To be honest with you, there's some there's some overlap there. Guys that have been on staff together and kind of know each other. So those two areas you see a good bit that looks the same. Coach Eric Franson with 106.9 The Fan. Uh, the fake field goal, was that a concept that you took from somebody else? looked like Oklahoma ran a pretty similar play just a few weeks ago. You know, we, we had the scheme up front, the exchange that OU used. Uh, we originally worked that without the uh, toss. It was more of a direct snap. 
And we just thought the, the toss that they used uh, seemed to fit really, really well. We didn't block it up front the same as they did. Schematically, it's, it, it's a good bit different. But the exchange was clean, and it did fit, and, and I thought it helped with the dynamic of the play. Hey, Coach Al, at KBNU, you just talked about special teams a minute ago, and then you just mentioned that Colorado State's kind of like it. Jamie Lavelle said he plays all these best players on special teams. You mentioned Jamie Nance, how well he played the other night. Are you playing a lot of main guys on special teams or using mostly uh, younger players or whatever? Well, we're playing younger players everywhere, to be honest with you. So uh, we, we believe in starters being on special teams. And if you look at our starting kickoff cover team, you see a guy like Daniel Grizak and uh, Brock Lane out there. I mean, Max starting at middle linebacker this week. Last couple weeks, he's running down. Uh, we're going to make sure and put our front team as Brian Cobb and Byron Vaughn. And you look across A.J. Montchon. We're going to play starters on special teams. Now, we, we are smart about how many of those we will put them on. I mean, you can't play every down of offense or defense and then play on all four special teams. But we, are, we will definitely put them on a couple. And some guys have the ability to play a whole game and play on, on three. But a guy like Jamie Nance is a good example. Uh, Jaden Smith, uh, Xavier Steele, those guys that find a role on special teams that they really, really enjoy and are very good at, even though they're not playing a ton of snaps anywhere else. And so you've got some of both. Uh, I think it takes both to be good in special teams. And we put a tremendous amount of pride and effort into being good in that phase, and we don't win that game probably Saturday without it. The other thing I was going to ask you about was, I don't know if it got talked about after the game, Robert Brooks in the second half was really, really pretty good running the football. Can you talk again about what that second half running game was? A little bit better, obviously. I mean, and Tyler obviously hurt and things. I don't know how the situation will be this week. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't do anything very consistently offensively the other night, with the exception of not turning the ball over. It was a struggle. We knew that was going to be the case. It was frustrating. The weather did not cooperate. We really needed to be able to push the ball downfield better than we did, and it just wasn't possible with the wind blowing like it like it did. It even affected vertical throws with the wind. The ball just sailed on you. Um, with Calvin going down early, Briggs had to step in. I thought he did a great job. He didn't put the ball on the ground. A couple big runs, a couple extended drives where he got the first down. The you know the best run of the day, the explosive that set us up to score. He, he's getting better all the time. He's one of those young guys that doesn't act like a young guy, if that makes sense. Coach Anderson, Jason Turner from the Herald Journal. I just wanted to ask you a couple of status questions. Is uh, Calvin, is he currently in concussion protocol? And secondly, uh, they mentioned on TV that Gervin was uh, suspended for this game. Will he be available this week? Yeah, Gervin is back. Uh, it was a one-game suspension. We dealt with that. He handled everything the way he should. He was in my office this morning with a great attitude, ready to move forward. Uh, it's just part of the process. I don't like dealing with it, but those are things that you do deal with through, through the course of the year. Uh, actually, love the way he handled it. He handled it like a man, and we moved forward. Calvin is in concussion protocol, and he will be day to day. Uh, we will see. You know, we leave on Thursday to travel uh, with with just the logistics of travel over there. It's not easy. We're leaving Thursday, so we'll have to make some decisions early in the week as to what he can and cannot do. He, he can't afford to have a setback. As long as he stays on on uh, schedule, you know, he should be ready to go. He can't afford a setback. Hopefully he doesn't have any. Coach Brian Phillips, Big Blue USU Aggie News.
You had 12 penalties again Saturday night for 113 yards. Um, did the weather play a factor in a couple of those, or is it just a lot of things that you'd still like to see cleaned up? I can't imagine the weather had anything to do with any of the bad decisions we made. We, uh, you know, several were competitive penalties, pass interference, holding at the point of attack, things that we can technically clean up. But we just had some just poor decisions, and those are the ones that frustrate you. Uh, I, I know Max is the freshman player of the week this week, but he had two personal fouls that are just careless, one of which I thought was a, probably a poor flag. The other one, he absolutely earned uh, Sturzer being kicked out. He earned that one as well. We, we've got to – we did well for a couple weeks, and we've kind of slipped back into it. It's something we got to get away from. We're lucky to win. We've got to be more disciplined than that. We talk about it, preach it, and show film of it every single week. At some point, we got to grow up. And that is the frustrating part uh, of what we're doing right now is those inexperienced mistakes. And um, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to cost us a game somewhere. It already has throughout the early part of the year. Can't afford for it to cost us one down the stretch. Patrick Mayorn with the Agship again. To follow up on that, it seemed like there was a moment in sort of the the, the, the half. I think we're out quote Edwards. Edwards. What would something veteran guys who could step up do for you in, in that regard? Like how important is that? I missed most of that question. You had to give me Sorry, what was that? Bits and pieces of the audio. Yeah, I, I cannot. I, I'll uh, I'll see if I can fix my audio. I cannot hear anything you're saying. Can the rest of you guys hear me okay? Uh, it just must be yours. Anybody else? Coach, you specific then about Hawaii. Can you talk about the quarterback now? It looks like Shager is the guy. I mean, he, he played last week. They played the other guy earlier. And then the running back, I mean, they have the guy who, who rushed for a lot of yards, but now all of a sudden this Kylan Hines has been the guy lately. What do you see on their offensive side? Yeah, they're playing a lot of guys. Obviously, year one for him, trying to get a feel for his roster. Uh, you know, they, they look different offensively right now than they did early in the year. I think they they were trying a lot of things early, and, and little by little they've become a little bit more simplistic in the sense that it's year one, we want to build a foundation. We've seen a ton of different defense from them as well. I, I think trying to find what their personnel is and what fits the bodies that they have. I think it's typical year one. I think Tim does a good job. Number one, I think I think he's a really good ball coach. I just at this point, uh, very similar to what we thought going into New Mexico, you could kind of see anybody at this point. I think they're trying to grow guys up and build for the future, which I think is a really smart approach. Um, just frustrating at times. So we'll try to get a beat on their basic stuff that we that we think we can see. But I don't know that we can nail it in, in on anything really, really specifically because you've seen a lot of offense and you've seen a lot of defense to this point. And personnel has changed week to week. Have you heard anything from other coaches about going over to this stadium that they put together over there in Hawaii? Not particularly. Just the you know, logistics are different for everybody. It's not going to be a simple, easy trip for us. Uh, it, it's smaller. It's smaller than what you normally see. Our, our guys need to be prepared for that. They have played very good at home. You can see it. They've been really close uh, against teams that, that uh, probably physically match up better. So uh, I think it's uh, 
you know, being able to stay focused on the job and go and play in your best, you need to kind of be prepared for the environment. And you've got to deal with the travel. I mean, they deal with it all the time coming here. Uh, it, it's a challenge for us going there. Coach Eric Francis okay. again. Oh, and, sorry, go ahead, Eric. Oh, sorry, Jason. Uh, just going to quickly ask about MJ Tafisi and how he's coming along. Day to day, he wants to play bad. We're just being very smart about when uh, he should. Uh, when you're dealing with stingers and neck and shoulder issues, you can't afford to be careless. He wanted to play Saturday, and we made the decision not to allow that to happen. We're going to keep watching him. He was in here again this morning. Coach, I'm ready. We will see. I hope he is. He makes us better. We just have to be smart and safe. We're not going to put a guy out in harm's way. So, yeah, Coach Anderson, I just wanted to ask about their defense. You said they've used a lot of personnel. And clearly they have. They've had 40 different guys start a, a game this year. Um, what, what do you see from their defensive scheme? Uh, what, what's, what's been working for them? What, yeah, what do you see from them? A lot. You see a lot. Uh, man coverage, zone coverage, four down front, three down front. They played with a star, spoke safety. We don't know what to expect. It's been a progression throughout the course of the year, I think, based off of available bodies and also who they're playing. What will they perceive us as and how will they try to defend us? They haven't seen our system. Uh, they haven't seen our spacing and our splits either. So we don't, we don't really have a, a great clue. And it's going to be part of the challenge is being able to kind of identify how they're going to play us early and make adjustments as needed. Because in game film, you see a different personality show up several different times and different opponents throughout the course of the year. A lot of guesswork for us to know what to expect. Coach, can you hear me now? Yeah, I got you. All right, Patrick, we with the egg ship. I wanted to ask about, uh, looked like there was a play in the second half where Calvin, uh, um, sorry, Alfred Edwards uh, prevented maybe an after-the-play penalty. I, I don't know who it was he was holding back, but what's the invo the importance of veteran guys for limiting those kind of penalties? Yeah, you got to. You got young guys out there haven't really been in the mix. They get caught up in the moment. Uh, an old, salty vet like Alfred. Uh, I saw Byron Vaughn grab a guy. Uh, during a play earlier as well, we need to uh, we need those guys to step into those roles. Hunter Reynolds has done that several times throughout the year. We've seen we've seen that happen. It, it helps to have we have a very small senior class, but the ones that we do have do a phenomenal job of stepping in and showing their maturity when we need them to. We need some of these other young guys to to kind of take take ownership of of those kind of emotions as well, step away from some of those circumstances and avoid those careless penalties. Yes, sir, I haven't asked you about Cooper Lagar coming back. What did you see from him, and what more? Obviously, you want to see more. What did you? What was your evaluation there? I thought it was okay. He he looked he looked confused at times. Uh, you know, Rocky and Danny, that defense is kind of built around chaos, and they did a good job of of, of grabbing his eyes. He he, you know, you you could tell he's frustrated on the sideline. Uh, I was hoping that he would have a kind of a seamless transition back on the field, but that particular defense made it a, made it a challenge for him. Uh, he didn't turn the ball over, took a couple sacks that we'd love to have gotten away from, missed a couple guys. The weather didn't help. It was it was a struggle to connect the dots. Um, you know, I, I, he'll get better this week. He, he, he still, again, moved the chains with his feet when he needed to. He hit a few guys open in, in key situations. The drive late in the game in the fourth quarter against the win to go down and get the field goal, I thought, 
he settled in and looked like the guy that we've been playing with the last couple of weeks before the injury, and hopefully we'll pick up where he left off there. Um, you know, if you don't turn the ball up, you got a chance either way. So that's that's the best thing he did was stay calm and didn't turn the ball over. Anybody else? Guys, I'll leave you out with this if anybody's listening. Um, today would have been my youngest son's 22nd birthday. We have talked a lot about mental health since the, the Mental Health Awareness Week. But um, it's just a reminder, if there are those that are listening that are hurting, um, please reach out and, and speak up to folks. There's a 988 uh, crisis hotline that is available that um, could be utilized as well. I just encourage people that uh, mental health is something we gotta we got to think about and we got to attack every day. And, and today is a reminder to me of the cost if we, if we don't. So um, step up, speak out, and, and, and lean on those around you that God's putting you back. So have a great day, guys.